Yes, time for our podcast. And on the podcast today, gee, lots of fun. I'm going to say one of my favourite shows. Um, I've never seen I, you laugh so much. Oh, there were some really funny things <clears> happened. <throat> um, there's the stingray that's having, it's going to have babies with a shark. <laughs> Sounds like a cartoon. <laughs> um, baby <laughs> stingray, da, 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 baby stingray, da, 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 that's and coming up and I love it. One of my favourite chats ever. And it had what could be my line of the year so far, which was from UV. She's got sharks in her. <laughs> Which, what a sentence. It's amazing that you remembered that. Yeah. Um, we, all, we also speak to a man who's fathered 97 children. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, plenty of sharks coming out of yeah, him. Yeah, that's a lot. Little swimmers. Oh, man. Little sea monkeys. <laughs> um, and look, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to be had. Um, and mainly because you boys had a big bender. You had your Super Bowl Monday. Yeah, big day, Super Bowl Monday. Um, Always a good day on the calendar. Yeah, for you guys. Yeah. It's just a nothing day for me. Yeah. It's just the same yeah. as every other day. Yeah. I did nothing differently yesterday. Yeah. Great. Didn't do anything? No. Oh, I did stuff, but yeah. I didn't do anything that I don't what did do you any do? other day. Run us through your day. Okay. So I left here. Oh, and that's I'm... boring. Anyway, we went to the Super Bowl <laughs> and it was amazing. We had ribs, chicken, oh. hot dogs, beer. Now, somebody got kicked out of the bar. Um, I've been told to ask about this. Yeah. Yeah, it was my mate. That wasn't me. Mate. Yeah. My mate, a late call up. Yep. Uh, used to do a, a pretty hectic job. Yeah. And uh, likes a bit of fun. And uh, a glass got broken and he scooped up. It was all in little pieces mm. and went, Fev, catch. Ooh. <laughs> and I caught did it. Did you catch it? I didn't know what it was. I thought it was ice. And it was glass. How much glass did you have in your hand? It was a fair bit. Yeah. Wow. And a bouncer clocked it. Mm. No, a lady. No, a lady. Yeah, one of the bartenders. Lady, yeah. She was fair enough. She was nice. She was lovely. She was very funny, yeah, actually. She was funny. She, she would have been early 20s and like, yeah. get out. Get she had out. Like, she had like 50-year-old barkeep energy. Yeah. Yeah. In a young woman, it was yeah. pr- it was no, pretty she was good. good. Well done. She, she played well. Yeah, she wouldn't uh, she wouldn't accept his reason. Apology. Yeah, nah. which was I thought it was ice cubes. Yeah. yeah. Did he sneak back in? Mm. Uh, he tried. We tried about five hours later after mm. being kicked out of another venue. Mm. We thought let's go back to that one. And Fev, my mate, and I walked in as she was coming out and went no <laughs> no no <laughs> no. That's what like, she said. That, she chased we, him in. If no, we were two minutes later, later. yeah, we would have been in. But we got it as she was finishing work coming oh, out. Man. No, 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 not him. No. <laughs> and we're like, oh. Just a question, Fee, have you ever been kicked out of a bar? Uh, no, I haven't. Got to get no. a bar Hang on, first. what do you mean? <laughs> what happened when you were in Hawaii and peeing oh, in the bush? Why? What? You weren't even there. How do you know? I know you. <laughs> How do you know that? It wasn't. I don't Did you know. pee in? That's a very unlikely. Oh, yeah. in the bush? No, what happened was I was at a place called Senor Froggies. And if anyone knows oh. Waikiki... Do you remember it was on the corner, like where the Royal Hawaiian is in the yeah. Hilton, the d- two store, the I've Twin never been. Tower it's not Hilton. There anymore. But we saw it in Vegas. It was a Treasure yeah. Island. It's now. not there anymore. But Senor Froggies, and it had an escalator you'd go up to. And you read on that? A, no, I had a crush on the bartender Chavo. He was like the manager, Chavo, Chavo the Mexican, and I had a real crush on him. I'm, how's this for a story? Mike, I I met him and we sort of like met. That was it. Nothing ever happened. And then we swapped numbers. And then I was working for Sunrise at the time. I came home. And I was just telling Koshi in the makeup room at Channel 7, I was like, oh, I met this Mexican guy. It was amazing. Mm. And then Koshi, because he's got a good uh, nose for stories and for content, oh, they found Chavo. I'm not kidding. They found Chavo and they connected us during my weather cross. So there was Chavo oh. on the phone oh. 
And um, we got on board um, Tourism Queensland Did he win the to bring grand? him to Australia for Valentine's Day so we could go on a date together because we never got our date. And Charvo's like, yeah, I'd love to come to Australia. And it was this, all of Australia watching the sunrise were invested in this, oh, Fifi's going to bring a Mexican to Australia. And um, then it was so, this is so weird. <laughs> Why'd you make it sound like a world vision? I know. Eh? What, are, what are you doing, man? And when, are you, when did you piss in the bush or not? <laughs> When, when's yeah. the pissing? Just quickly. Yeah. Okay. Now, get, okay. All you want to know is, did you piss in it? Then after the telecast. All of Australia is invested yeah. in the fact that I've imported then, a Mexican. And I'm dressed, as a, ca- and I'm dressed as a cow. It's really bad because I was like, the producers were like, we're great. We're going to get Chavo to Australia for you. And then one of the producers said, I think you should give him a call. So I gave him a call and I'm like, hey, how's it going, Chavo? And I won't, I'll be honest, his English was quite broken, but um, basically he was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> so he couldn't get. Oh no! But also, we'd put him on national television. Oh no! He's in so jail. He, he didn't have a visa for America, so then he went missing. And um, what's that got to do with the bush? Anyway, so did back you just to brush, <laughs> Sorry, did you just brush past and then he went missing? Well, what I mean is, I didn't couldn't hear from him again because he had to go under the radar. Yeah. He couldn't be with an Australian television yeah. presenter. Yeah. But anyway, then I went back to. Um, Senior Froggies at the end of the year. And I thought, Sweet. oh, cool, I'll catch up with Chavo. And I went in there with two of my mates. And they are two burly boys that work for Channel 7, the cameraman and the newsman, uh, sorry, the sound guy. And we went in there and Chavo wasn't there for obvious reasons. I think I'd had him deported accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was just getting blind on like these massive cocktails. And um, Jared and Shiny... They, the, the, I did get kicked out. The guy shiny. said she's got to go. <laughs> yeah, shiny and Jared. Oh, I forgot this started with have you been kicked <laughs> out of a pub? No, it, it started with you pissed in a bush. Yeah. Jared I'm, and Shiny had to actually carry me out down the escalator. And then we got to the end of the escalator and they stood me up and I just collapsed. Oh. And I was lying on the f- main strip of Waikiki. And then they said, we've got to get you back to the hotel. Anyway, as we we're getting to the hotel, I fell I fell in the bush. I didn't wee in the bush. I fell in a bush. So there was no wee wee coming out. No wee wee. I just fell in a bush. Okay. Apologies. I misheard that, but I'm glad we heard that story instead. Oh, yeah. man. That was a disaster. Poor Chavo. <laughs> long. Keep listening. You know, can, I, can I give you a tip, Fee, for next time? If someone says, have you peed in a bush? The answer yes should be, no. no, I fell in one, though. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We got there. And now for Buck's answer. I think we missed Taylor Swift's concert. Literally won't get that 10, 15 minutes. Jesus Christ. That's the longest podcast ever. Coming to you Wednesday, the, the Odyssey. 14th of February. And, and our Buck's answer. Jared and Squavo. Valentine's Day. Shiny. Live from the Fox Studios in South Melbourne. Fifi Box. Got your back, bro. Brendan Favola. Blue pill. Nick Cody. Ooh, smelly. Our Melbourne's number one breakfast show. We are the best city in the world. Just love Melbourne. It's the best. The guys every morning get me to work um, with a smile on my face. Wake up with Fifi Nick. These are the biggest street parties in Melbourne. People are pumped up. People are up and about. We're going to Vegas, baby. Bev's Street Talk. Where else to go? Live on street. It's just fun and happy, something good to listen to in the morning. Love listening to Fifi Fever next. It's a really good start to the day. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese here. Hey, this is Taylor Swift. You what up, is Mac Lamore. Hey, guys, this is Pink. Fifi Fever Nick and my favourite Melbourne breakfast radio show. We love this city. The Foxes. Fifi Fever and Nick. Wake up with Fifi Fever.
Welcome to your Tuesday, the morning after Super Bowl. Good morning, Fifi Femini. Morning. morning. It is the morning after Super Bowl. Big day. Big day. Uh, roll call. We're all here, Nick Cody. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Brendan Favola. I am present, Fiona, and we had a big day. Imagine fathering 97 biological children in six countries. Now, that may seem impossible, but it has happened. Josiah on Kentucky? No, oh, well. Josiah oh, hopefully that. behaves himself on Kentucky tours. <laughs> um, but this is amazing. And imagine not knowing that you had done that. Uh, we're now crossing to the States. Uh, we have Donor Dylan joining us. Hi, Dylan. Hi, y'all. Thanks so much for having me. Now, Dylan, we have to explain. Obviously, that was a headline <laughs> I gave. We must break this down. Um, you, when you were 20, uh, became a sperm donor and you, you made, is it roughly 400 donations between the age <laughs> of 20 and 25? Um, you were told that there was a limit of 40 families that, that your donations would be distributed to. So what happened? 97 kids. Yeah, the, it turns out the, the sperm bank that I donated with, there are no laws keeping them from distributing as many vials as they possibly can. And one thing they didn't tell me was they split each donation into actually five to eight or more sellable vials. So the real numbers could be astronomical here. Uh, and I was I was 20 years old when I made these donations. I was 20 years old when I signed up. I, I was told that the rest of the genetic material that wasn't used would go to research. And so I thought I was helping science. I thought I was helping what I thought at the time was a reasonable number of families. But, uh, you know, little did I know there was nothing stopping them from distributing as, as far and wide as possible. So, bro, what did you get in return for donating? Well, they would reimburse me for, the you know, travel expenses and things like that. And, and it, it came out to, to enough to help a broke college student at the time. So Of course. But then yeah. are you saying they split they split up each donation into eight? Yes. Uh, this is not something that they told me. I had to find this out the hard way. What if I had only donated five times, right? Then they could yeah. split that into, say, 40 donations. And then through the IVF process, uh, in vitro fertilization, you can actually make a, a lot of embryos per each vial. So it, it could be an unreasonable number, even if I'd only gone in a few times. I mean, there's so many reasons this shouldn't happen. And I can't believe you're now actively trying to change the laws or bringing laws to stop this happening because, and I think we do maybe in Australia have, I've got some friends who are going through the process of using a sperm donor. And I think there's only so many donations that, that you can make because let's be honest, 97 children out there could somehow socially interact and that could have a dire result, let's be honest, if, if brothers and sisters end up married, but they didn't know they were biologically related. Absolutely. It's a, it's a real concern for the millions of donor-conceived people worldwide. And what's fascinating about this is uh, Australia imports 80% of their genetic material uh, from the United States. So uh, wow. anything that's going on in the U.S., is really impactful in Australia as well. I, you know, I know there are at least ten families in Australia who chose me as their donor, and I'm I'm connected to three of them. I know we love a lot uh, of American culture, but I didn't know I went that far. Like I knew the sports <laughs> and the music and the movies, but we're we're taking the donations. No, we're importing everything. You, you've got, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget. I was uh, in Brisbane this past year and and driving by a building with one of the families uh, who who you know I, I helped create and and the, one of the moms points to to the building that we drive by and she goes some of your sperm is in there and and I was just blown away 
at the fact that there's a literal supply chain for my, you know, reproduction and that it reached, you know, 10,000 miles, 16,000 kilometers from, from my home. Weird travel uh, fact as well, isn't it? Dylan, how <laughs> did you find out? Like, how did, how did you find out that you had 97 biological children? So for a while, the, the sperm bank would, would update me with the numbers. So while I was still donating, uh, they asked me one day, hey, do you want to know how many births there are? And I said, sure. And, and they said two. And, you know, I was maybe 22 or 23 at the time. And I was like, wow, you know, two kids out in the world. That's beautiful. I'm, I'm really happy about that. The next time they told me it was eight. And then they called me back in a few years later uh, and informed me that it was 50, five zero. And I, I didn't know what to do with that information. I, I was uh, <laughs> raising a little boy with my ex at the time, a non-biological son of mine. Uh, I call him my soul son. So I understood what it meant for there to be 50 kids out there. And, and there was nobody really to talk to, to, to get some mental health support around that. The, the next time I checked in in 2020, it was 77. And that's and sh- shortly after that, I was contacted by one of the mothers who uh, connected me to a group of who now 46 of, of the, the kids are represented in, in this Facebook group. So um, the number has just kept climbing. And we actually, both me and the sperm bank, expect those numbers to go way up in the coming years because only about 40% of the parents who have a birth via sperm donation, report the birth back to the sperm bank in the U.S. So the number 97 could, could more realistically be 250. Um, oh so, you're like new Genghis Khan. This is unbelievable. Uh, and, 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 and I didn't I didn't mean to be, you know, it was some innocent thing when I when I was yeah. a pro college student. And uh, but it, it, it has really become something very serious and it's happening over and over again out in the world right now. That's what I was going to say to you, Dylan. So there you are, you're 20, trying to get some funds, yeah. money at, in uni, and now look, look to see what's happened. Were you under the, like when you donated it, was it anonymous? You didn't think you'd be part of all these Facebook groups? So I was not expecting to be reached out to so soon. Uh, I did what's called open ID donation, which means when the kids turn 18, they can uh, get the contact information, get my contact information from the sperm bank. And uh, so I was, you know, when I was 20, I was like, oh, I'll be like 40 by then. And I, you know, I had no, no concept of, of, yeah, of you know, that <laughs> was You're a 20 year old. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, who, what 20 year old thinks of that? But then I was contacted when I was 30. And, uh, you know, it was right at the beginning of COVID. It was the first day of a brand new job and, and there were people filing into the office and I see a message from this woman thanking me for the gift of children. And I, I see my, you know, this biological daughter's face for the first time in the office. And, and it, it was an emotional experience. I had to stop myself from crying. So I wasn't known as that weirdo who cried in the office on, on his first day. <laughs> so what is Christmas like for you? Like with all those kids, do you get Easter presents or does it cost you coin? there's a lot of love. I would say, uh, you know, I'm certainly racking up a very healthy collection of kids art. Uh, you know, um, I've got two kids. I can't imagine. (laughs) I could probably fill a storage unit by the time, uh, you know, a a few years from now, but the gifts do happen. I, I would say, 
you know, one of the things that's really special is Father's Day didn't quite fit for me. So what they did was they formed Dylan Day at the end of October. Um, and it, it marks the day that they first formed their group together, the, wow. the, the parents. And uh, they, they sort of celebrate you know, my contribution on, on that day. And, and they'll send me cards and, and flowers. And it's my new favorite day of the year. It actually is mind boggling, but I think it's an incredible cause that you're raising um, attention for. And I think everyone has to be, should be mindful of this. And it, it is in stunning that there are no laws in place to stop this happening. And you'd be surprised to learn that um, some states in Australia don't yet have laws regulating this. So um, it's, it's it's part of why the you know the imports were able to happen you know so many times. Um, I, I do want to just give a quick shout out to Donor Conceived Australia, an awesome nonprofit that I, I really respect their work down there. If there's any donor conceived people or or parents of donor conceived people who are looking for information or their say their rights to information, things like that, uh, they do a lot of support, advocacy, and education. So. Um, you know, it's 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 great to to be connected to organizations that are making a, a real impact. Well, it is, uh, and in, you in, are too, Dylan. I think not only obviously you've got a really um, well adjusted, healthy state of mind about all this, um, and uh, yeah, we 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 celebrate Dylan Day now. Why not oh, yeah. you and your, your <laughs> yeah, Halloween as well. that you've created? Um, October twenty eighth. <laughs> okay, right before Halloween. Yes. Well. Um, yeah. Well. Well done. One hundred and one nine. The Fox. Keep your voice down, Josiah. Sorry, mate. Hey, Dick, I know you're both hungover. We were all a bit hungover. Hey, I'm not and, hungover. Um, no, you're fine. You know, you, you're. I'm actually fine. <laughs> hey, oh! Cute story, Cody. Now, we don't do much marine biology chat on this show. And yeah, which is I, a shame. I think it's a shame. I studied yeah. biology at year 12. Marine? Uh, sort of. Same thing, isn't it? Um, I is this to be Turtle a, Tuesday? I wanted to be a marine biologist. In fact, when I used. Because we used to go to Phillip Island every year for the summer holidays, and I. I got right into um, snorkeling yeah. and then I remember I told you the story, I strapped, I'd strap a knife to my leg yeah. and I'd go down and I'd get the abalone, which I didn't realise was illegal. I'm just going to point yeah. out, I was well, literally abalone, 10 and it was the yeah. early 90s. Unless you're in Tasmania. I didn't know what I was doing. Down in Smithton, the abalone, that's where they do that. But then um, you ended up not doing marine biology and just thought you'd date a marine dude on the boat <laughs> in water. I don't just know Iron Man. You're, no, you're saying I'm... <laughs> I'm hungover. No, no, no. She went, she went under well. the water and then thought she'd go on top of the water instead. <laughs> what you were doing. Um, Grant. But this is a great story. This is so good. Um, I, I, I want to share it with everyone. Yeah. So picture this. In North Carolina, there's an aquatic centre. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a stingray. It's in a tank by itself. Mm-hmm. Now, in July last year, they had to just pop these um, sharks in there. They were just a, it was a, a male shark. One of them was a, it was a, ba- a bamboo male shark. So they just popped it in this tank with a stingray. Yeah. Um, they ended up having to take it out because the stingray started getting all these bite marks on it. So oh. they went, oh, okay, without snipping away yep. at the stingray, we'll take the shark out. Fast forward a few months, stingray is pregnant. Crikey! <laughs> What do you now, mean? A shark has That's... impregnated a stingray. Wow. Can you see I... those two organisms? Did you, just, no. did you just play Steve Irwin with a stingray? That's very well, no, it's insen- more that's, the, very think, ins- that's very insensitive. No, I think you I didn't even like think him. about the stingray. I was just thinking right. it's sort of like something Steve would talk about. Like yeah. in it's crikey. No, that's that's a crikey. It's an episode. A shark and a stingray mating is crikey. worthy of a crikey. Yeah. Um now, it sounds like the start of a horror movie. 
Like it's going to unleash some. Well, it's funny Do you say that. Do they have little that. shark stingray babies? What, well, what comes out? Well, this is out? a thing. So a couple of things. Bite marks they've since realised are an indicator of mating in sharks. So when sharks are mating, they they bite. They go for it. So, um, but they're worried about this birth. In fact, there's some people saying this could be a murderous birth because a stingray is going to have to push out things. Do they that have a whatever it's bump? created in its? What do they have? Well, I don't know what they've got. Yeah, I'm, I'm not Google actually it. Google it. We're Googling, but I believe it's a cloaca, which is an everything hole. Oh, like a bird. Oh, cloaca. Yeah. Cloaca. Yeah. What a word. So, That's where they weigh in poo out of the same thing. But I got how that. terrifying <laughs> for the stingray, because shark, these sharks are quite a lot bigger than the stingray. So she's growing some fetuses inside yeah. her that might not be able to get out of her. Like, that's quite scary. She's got sharks in her. Yeah. Like, she's creating sharks. She could just blow up. Because you don't... What a do... sentence. <laughs> she's got sharks in her. How do, how do stingrays get... Do they have a belly? Do they get... Pre- like, or they just pop a baby out? How does it work? You're asking lots of questions. And yeah. we're well, not I mean, David Attenborough. We don't know. We're just guessing. JB, a shark Google. has sex with go. a stingray and it's going to have a baby. I know. Like JB. We... we Looks like it's uh, it's eggs. That's what we think it is. So lays an egg and then it hatches. Oh, so it's going to lay eggs. Eggs out of the everything hole. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that's shark fine. Oh, that's fine. Shark also has a cloaca, so oh. and they do eggs. How so. would the shark? I'm just yeah. because that tail oh. is not. I've swum with stingrays. Those tails are sharp. Yeah. And how would the shark get under that tail without the tail slicing it off? Like, there's a lot of there's a like, does a shark have a, a willy? Lot. Are you okay? I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. What do you mean? How do they mate? Yeah. Yes. Does a shark have a doodle? Yeah. Well, can you please Google it shark dick? <laughs> no, but does it? Safe search off. No. I just discovered though they they lay the eggs inside their body in like a sort of pouch, which is known as the mermaid's purse. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. No. Yeah, James Blake. Sounds like a nickname. James Blake. <laughs> how does the shark do it? <laughs> All right. So Check little out the mermaid's warning, purse. Technically. Male sharks don't have penises. They've got grooved organs that are used to deposit sperm into the genital duct of female sharks. Yeah. See, I don't want so to Google squirt, this, but like, somebody's going to, on their device, have to Google. I want to see, like, sharks mating. I'm interested So how now. do they, yeah, so how do they, how do they and get... And stingrays mating, too. I want to see that. So how does a shark get his sperm into the female? Does it, like, through a depository? I are. think they rubber... Rub up against each other. And then it goes in. And then there's a deposit and then a duct takes it. So just like a bank. Sperm bank. So it's just a rub. Here we go. <laughs> Producer Leon's in with a computer. It's just a rub. With a dry hump. He's going to commentate what That's you actually, see. Oh, hang it's... on. Is this, are they shut? I'm watching now. Leon has broken through his firewall. Oh, wow. Salt burn going on. Well, that does look like it. They What's are happening? intimate, the sharks. Well, one shark is... He's, Bitten on, he's bitten the back of her neck and he's not letting go. Is it a flake or And his a... tail, is it trying to get into her, sort of attached to her a bit? Bit of whiting? No, that's, a bit of rockling? That looks like what I think it would be. Yep, they're going for it. Yeah. <laughs> Melbourne's 1019, The Fox. Now, if anybody's had a toddler, knows a toddler, has oh. one now, you'll know that it is dangerous these days to leave your phone around them because mm. they get to an age from two. Two to three, I reckon, maybe 18 months. It's just a tricky time when they're fiddling with phones and always crank call people. Yeah. Like the number of times I've looked at my phone or heard someone 
like a, you can hear a hello, hello. And I'm like, what is, why is my phone talking to me? And it, oh, Trixie or Daisy. Actually, Leon, how often did Trixie and Daisy call you when they were toddlers? I was constantly getting calls. And I didn't know, at all days, of the, all times of the day. And I was like, oh, what's she want? Yes, all, all the time. Lucha now, always loses her phone to Charlie. Charlie will just call his nana, Lucha's mum. And just walk off to the back of the house and sit in his little <laughs> tent in the back room and tell Nana what's going on. That's so Which cute. Like, I need the phone, mate. Well, picture this. Um, uh, wonderful producer Darcy. It's Sunday oh, morning. And yeah, Sunday morning, her, 7 o'clock. She would have been hungover. Her beautiful yeah. baby boy, Finn, just playing with your phone. Is that what was happening? Yeah, we were in bed. He was just playing with my phone. I was trying to get it off him, but he wouldn't, so I gave up. Next minute, I hear the FaceTime darling. Oh, who was it? Dawn Fraser. <laughs> Hold on. As in the swimmer? Yeah, the Olympian. Oh. So as a producer, radio producer, Darcy has an amazing contact list in her phone. At some stage, she's had Dawn Fraser's phone number. This Did- is where my brain's at. I thought, oh, it's Darcy like a relative of Dawn Fraser. Oh. <laughs> no, just for work. We've had oh. her on this show before. Yes, we we're have. talking yeah. Olympian, gold medalist. Like, it's Dawn. It's Dawn Fraser. And then what happened? So I just panicked, grabbed the phone off me, and I'm like, Finn! Hung up. <laughs> Luckily, she didn't answer. And then I thought, no way she has my number. So she'll probably just think it's a prank call or whatever. I'll never hear about it again. Then an hour and a half later, I hear the FaceTime notification. <gasps> She's calling me back. Oh, my God, Dawn is calling. <laughs> didn't answer. I want a new phone number. I don't know what to do. Oh, did she ring you at dust? Um, no, oh. she rang at 8.30. Dawn. Dark, Did you say dusk? I think he said dusk. Yeah. I think he said dusk. You know what it is? Dusk. Dusk. I dusk. thought that was a swimming reference that I was supposed to know. No, I just no. thought it was dawn to he, dust. He meant no. dust. No, I, 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 dusk. I said dust. I know dusk. you did. No, dusk. K on the end. No, dusk. Each to their own, Nick. Huh? You can say dusk. You got that one right. Or you can <laughs> say dust. It's dawn a long time, though, isn't it? It's a long time. Yeah, it's like 12 to, hours. No, no, I, I mean to go through life thinking it's dust. And I'm still going to do it. What's dusk mean? Doesn't even make sense. Su- sunset. Dust does. Oh, sorry. Sun. Sunrise. Oh, oh, there we go. Su- no. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sunset. Sunset. No, sunset is dusk. Sunset. Yeah. Sunset. Yeah. Sunset. Yes, please, James. Sunset dusk is rise dawn. to dust. So, uh, dusk comes from Old English, uh, doxian, <laughs> to mean uh, to darken in colour. Dusk. Yeah. Dusk. I like and it. What's people dusk? people, people can be dusky. <laughs> And what's dust? What's the ref- reference to I'll that? I'll get the It's a tiny particle. <laughs> it turns to dust. So you thought it was dawn and dust. You know when okay, they always say so... it turns to dust? That's what I think. So it's dusk. Dust comes oh, from... Look at these brainiacs uh... laughing at the guy that we're doing the same job and you went to high school, real good schools. I went to Hallam and we're still doing the same thing. Uh, where are you guys at? That is actually giving me power. Hold on. (laughs) Check your roads. Melbourne's 1019, The Fox. It is Melbourne. Anything could happen in our beautiful city on days like today. Yes, and what a great week it is. It's Taylor week. She's heading our way, fresh from the Super Bowl. Boyfriend won that. Now she can come to town and make lots of people's lives better. Um, Remember, keep listening because tomorrow we'll be giving away more exclusive VIP tickets to see Taylor this weekend. Um, and we've also obviously got this guy. He's Josiah. You may know him because he talks on our show a lot. Yes, And um, he said something last week, though, that has melted a lot of people uh, because whilst everyone's in Taylor hysteria, Mm. he came out as a Taylor hater. 
Well, yeah, I did say she's a good above average artist. Other artists at the Fox that we play would be on par with Taylor Swift. I don't understand the hysteria, don't understand the hype, and I believe it's just a big marketing beast put on by her. Who'd you compare her to? Uh, <laughs> Dua Lipa, which is fair. Macy Gray or something? Uh, no, well, this, was bit, this is where I Tate got McCray. unstuck. Tate McCray. It was Tate McRae. Hey, do you want to hear a great stat? You know, talk about conspiracies. Yeah. Well, Josiah does. He even has his own segment, Josiah's Conspiracy Corner. It's a huge conspiracy. Do you believe that? Uh, YouTube told me it's true. 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 Conspiracy Corner. The South Pole is air traffic control for aliens. Here's one from Josiah. Can I pass the baton on to Feb for a sec? Oh, Feb's put on yeah. the um, tinfoil hat. I met, yeah, I, met a guy, I met a guy last night. Now I know where Josiah gets it from. Um, interesting times. Now, <laughs> Taylor Swift, favourite number is 13. Is Everyone right? knows it's 13. She says it all the time. Um, she won her 13th Grammy or whatever it was the other day. So it was Super Bowl 58. Five... I point out Devil's number as well, 6 yeah. and 13. <laughs> Sorry, did you... yeah. just putting out the facts. Eight. The facts. Five, the facts. Five plus eight equals 13. Uh-huh. It's February. I mean, where'd, it was Super where'd, you, Bowl, where'd you get eight from? Super Bowl 58. Five plus eight okay, yep. is 13. Yep. It was February 11th, which the Super Bowl was on. That's the second. The 11th of the second equals yep. 13. So two plus 11. Okay. That's the month. They played the 49ers. Four and nine is 13. The halftime score was 10-3. 13. 13. The Chiefs this year, when Travis Kelsey plays, have won 13 games. Oh. The last play, the, so the last time the Chiefs had the ball, <laughs> they did 13 plays to win the game. It was the 13th play when they caught it, and it was Taylor Swift's 13th time watching the Chiefs. Wow. Whoa, how do you know? She might have watched at home on the town. No, like at the game. Oh, okay. It was her 13th appearance at a game. They all equal the, the number 13. Is that not unbelievable? <laughs> that is pretty freaky. Yeah, but the... A bunch of other shit happened without 13 in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey. Most of the day. Not that, though. Yeah. Well, I'm interested now, Fed. We had you 13 beers before half time. Easy. You said yep. th- th- this might be a conspiracy, or do you mean this is a coincidence? I didn't say conspiracy. I said oh, just okay. a great start. Oh, and then you okay. gave me a hat and played his song. <laughs> I, was just, I don't know what was going on. Oh, we've got I was two. just saying, I've just got, oh, a, I've just got a grouse stat. Oh, no. Because I just thought they were grouse numbers. No, oh, I then you played his song and then put but a hat on me and go, how's that a conspiracy? It's just amazing. Can I read out a message I got? Oh, here we go. Off some cooked unit. Nah, his name's Daniel. Thanks for messaging me on Instagram. Oi, pure blood. Did you hear what Biden did? <laughs> oh, there's a lot of that happening yesterday at the uh, Super Bowl. Couple and he's number 87, and 8 plus 7 is 15, minus 2 is 13. Wow. So, what? Yeah. Just another number. So you know this video of Taylor Swift in a box at the Super Bowl yesterday? This is what Daniel sent me a video of her, and she sculled a drink. Yeah. Really good. Um, was that alien really drink Really good role model for kids, by the way. Mate, all um, skull. She was, she, one of the skull. What are you, the family Australian. first party all of a sudden? What are you talking about? <laughs> She was in the box next to Ice Spice, right? This is what Daniel sent me. Ice Spice wearing an upside-down cross, throwing up the <laughs> devil horns while Taylor Swift, who's the alleged devil queen, was sculling a drink for everyone to see. I'm just... I'm not saying What's anything. to do with anything, though? I don't know. I'm Bob just, I'm just reading out what's in the in the message uh, in the video. That's everyone what happened. Beer. Yeah, but why is she doing all the legend. devil signs and all that sort of stuff in the background? Because they're corny. It's 13, bro. But they're, they're just corny. Okay, so maybe they are. It's not even a... De- like, it's just oh, cheesy uh, stuff. Guys, can I just please for a second... Can Devil's just, number six, by the way, and 13. <laughs> can we 
Facts. Can we lean into this conspiracy? Yeah. So what? What is Dan, Daniel trying? What, what's the? What are we leaning into here? What is the conspiracy? They're trying to do like predictive programming. They're trying to, you know, foresee <laughs> symbolism. They're just they're throwing but symbols out there. On behalf of who again? It's, who? That's how you get brainwashed. On behalf of who? Probably <laughs> the Satanic Church or something. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> But kids don't know what Before that is. we wrap up, can I really go out with a bang? Oh, yeah. Did you guys see Joe Biden, what he put up on his official yeah. Instagram, the yeah. president of the United States of America yeah, yesterday? He's, he's not yeah. well. So he wears his, he wears his pants. What does he put up? Read that. Oh, he looks like an alien. Just like we drew it up. At yeah. Ch- what is that? He's Why? taking the piss out of conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Oh, because everyone thinks. He's taking the piss out of Josiah yeah. and Josiah falls for it. And you know how he's a robot. Yeah, well, no, Joe Biden's saying like they've programmed for them to win, so Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey then go oh, vote for Biden, yes. so he gets in. Yeah. Just like we predicted. Uh, do you know what but I like about that? That's fun. funny. Yeah, he's, he's, making fun. Fun. Yeah. he's making fun of him. Joe Biden can't talk He's if he even posted of, that. He's making he's fun of you. He's making fun of you. <laughs> this bloke's a puppet. Look and at you him. Fall you fall for you him. You reckon, he, you reckon the 90-year-old grandfather posted that to his Instagram? Yeah. He's got no idea what's going on. He doesn't post anything to his Instagram. He's the president. He's trying to, they're putting it in our faces you guys are asleep. Wake up. <laughs> Melbourne's 1019, The Fox. <laughs> oh, there's still an answer. It's time to give you an answer oh. for Alpha Bucks. If you're playing on Wednesday, Feb 14, Valentine's Day, um, oh, the letter's the letter wonder. H, mm-hmm. and the question will be a cheese. Oh, heritage. Havarti? Havarti? Yeah, Havarti. Halloumi. I'd go oh, Halloumi. Yeah. Hector. Hervé, but. Really Heritage, know. very good. Halloumi's Heritage, the best. Oh, that's really yeah, well, good. Fried halloumi with honey. I didn't get well, much for that. I thought no. it was a very good guess. 1019, The Fox. I've met my match in my kids because uh, my kids break me. They're my yeah. everything. I love uh, my daughters, Trixie and Daisy, so much. And One more than the other? No, certainly. Are you joking? I love them both so much and they're so uniquely different. Mm. And um, like, here's a good example. So Trixie is so Perfect. honest and just kind and and here's an example. So she's on Roblox. Um, that's what it's called, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Roblox. Yeah. And uh, she she's, she want when she wants Robux, it's like a yeah. dollar forty nine. Yeah. But anyway, the other day she came to me and she she said, "Mum, I'd love to do some um, chores or help you out around the house, like for some pocket money." Yeah. And it was actually quite late in the evening and I was getting ready for bed and I was like, oh, okay, honey, but can we talk about this another time? She goes, yeah, but I'd really like to do a chore now. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, okay, what do you want? And she said, look, it's $16 on yeah. Roblox. And I went, oh, honey, because I'm not a big fan of just giving money to th- the ether, just putting money into space. You, you do it yourself. No, I've stopped Emerge. doing that. I've stopped doing it. <laughs> and Candy Crush. About? I've stopped giving <laughs> money to these tech companies. Yeah. But I what feel was like your some... other one that you bought all the Unicorn that Island? Was and... yeah, that was Evermerge. I've stopped buying stuff, She guys. emailed Silicon Valley. <laughs> one little nerd burger yeah. in his garage. So I guess I see my kids and I go, don't give Roblox money for things that don't exist. I'd rather buy you a physical toy or something like a you know, tennis racket, something you can actually have. Anyway, she said it's $16. And I said, oh, gosh. Okay, look, can we talk about chores another day? On this occasion, you can have it, and then on the weekend, we'll sit down and we'll talk about yeah. doing chores. Anyway, she's gone, oh, no, no, it's okay. She's gone into her room, and she's come back, and she's emptied her piggy bank, and she's literally gotten coins, the $16, because, oh, Mom, I really want to give wow. you the money. And I did look at the coins and go, honey, I hate coins. I can't do coins. <laughs> I just do now. Oh. Post-COVID, I can't do coins. Yeah. So I said, look, keep your coins. But that's where that's where she's at. She Good just doesn't yeah, want to learning. take anything yeah. Yeah. without earning it or giving back. Yeah. Unlike my child who spent five and a half grand on my credit card. <sighs> that's on a lot, isn't it? <laughs> Um, then there's, then there's Daisy who, um, she's got some good, give. 
just, I wonder who this one's barks like. orders at mm. me. Um, but Daisy's doing this thing at the moment, and I don't know what to do with it Here because we go. I'll it, tell you. Okay, I know what you'll do. So I'm ha- I have to get a bit firm with Daisy, um, just to let her know boundaries. <laughs> when are you going to start that? <laughs> no, I have started it. Oh, yeah. So, for instance, the other night, D- D- Trixie was in uh, the bathroom about to have a shower, but she so, so Daisy's got her iPad and she's playing some game she can't work, and she's in there trying to get. Daisy to help her. Sorry, Trixie to help her. But Trixie's like getting ready for a shower. She's yeah. going, Daisy, let me have my shower and then I'll help you. And Daisy's going, help me, help me. So I've popped my head around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mummy can help you. No, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, I'll stay out <laughs> of it. And the next minute I walk out of the room. It just, just and sounds can, like a bigger version, a smaller version of you. But then yeah. I can hear a slap. And I went, oh, what was that? And Trixie said, Mummy, Daisy just slapped me. Oh. So I walked oh. in. Daisy, did you just hit Trixie? Not even trying to deny it or be coy. Yes, I did. Yes. Yep. Yep. And I went, that's not happening. So I've grabbed a little hand and I've walked her to her room and I've Smack shut the door. No. Time out though. Massive time out. Yellow um, pages. and then... put, her in the, put her in her room. Now, <laughs> mum is not happy. I'm cross. Next minute, she's in her room and I can hear through the door, mummy doesn't love me anymore. Oh, oh yes. Oh, well played, Daisy. Mummy doesn't love me. Oh, my gosh. I've opened the door and just thrown my arms around yeah. her and hugged and her. And she like, wins. Well no, done. I love you. Of course I yeah. love you. But that's kept happening. Yeah. So then yesterday, she, wa- she wants strawberries. You're right. Like, Charlie does that. He'll do that if I tell him off. He'll say, oh, daddy doesn't love me. I get, no, no, no. That, mate, I'm trying to raise you to be a good person. If I just let you get away with this stuff... I wouldn't love you, but I do love you. That's why I set boundaries. I know. Well, I didn't get, I haven't got that far along no, my parenting. Kids, my kids I, don't have boundaries. I then, well, then yesterday, so <laughs> yeah. she's had yogurt and strawberries. She's eaten the whole pint of strawberries. Mummy can have more strawberries. I'm like, honey, I actually don't have any more strawberries. You've eaten them all. Mummy doesn't love me. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, you can't. Did you go this, get some? This doesn't apply to everything. Did you order some online? No, I didn't. No. You did so no, you no, I just cracked do open a, um, a box of lint chocolates that yeah. I had that I hadn't <laughs> opened. <laughs> It's not even fruit. <laughs> it's not like you gave her a banana yeah. or a mango instead. Just to have some chocolate. I just, yeah. I just can't handle my child saying, Mummy doesn't love me. Like it's, it's, she's found my kryptonite. It's actually my actual kryptonite. But then you just tell her, I do. No, all I do, I wrap my arms around her and mm. squeeze her so tight and say, Mummy yeah. loves you more than anything. Like, yeah, this I is get you, it. my girls, you're my everything. Yeah. But, um, They'll learn eventually. Like, they can't get away with that all the time. No, exactly. My kids are the same. They've got no boundaries, but they learn. They're good kids. You're right. I've never said no to them ever. And they're good kids. There you go, Nick. See? I'm following him. My kids are good. Feb's footsteps. I do I do have a feeling that, you know, I know it's twenty twenty four, but sons and daughters might be different. Yeah, I think like so. Like I have to have boundaries with two boys, like a yeah. five year old boy and a two year old boy. I worry though, if you give girls everything, at some point they're gonna meet a partner one day that's not gonna be happy. That you never told them no. Yeah, then then I <laughs> ship <you>. them off. <laughs> Done that before. I'm just thinking of future partners. That's actually true. <laughs> Think about that. No, look, look what I'm doing unlo- with Daisy. Yeah, that's unlucky yeah. for them, though. They know what they're getting into. I said to my girls, my, Mia wanted to go to Nobu for her fourth birthday. So what? that was where she wanted a birthday party. So whoever's with her is going to have to deal with that sort of stuff. And that's not me anymore. You pass it on. It's like passing the baton in a relay. You said the other See night ya. you had to make about four meals in the house. Yeah. You were still cooking me- yeah, Mia's meal. I am. <laughs> so you are still doing it. Yeah. And not See, it's never going to end. Yeah, but once they move out, you're on your own. Mine aren't moving out. Yeah, but then they'll come no, out. No, seriously. Oh, oh that's I weird. Be- no, it's not. 
It is weird. Right, her mum lives across the road, bro. Yeah. I want them with me forever. She's brought the yeah, whole that's estate. Crazy. And I tell them that every day. He's brought Whoa. the whole oh. estate. Mum's across the road. He'll be with mummy forever. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm not leaving anywhere. It's horror movie yeah. stuff. 1019 The Fox. Look who's in the studio. Hugh, Husey Tuesday. Here we go. It's Tuesday, and that means it's Husey Tuesday. Post um, up. Post up. We saw you pre op last week. Yeah. Now you've had your shoulder rotator cuff. Is that right? What it yeah, was again? I've had the rotator cuff and all that. I had the whole lot apparently. So it was a, it was a dog's breakfast in that shoulder. According to the surgeon, he said he's never seen anything like it. It was an absolute, it was old? No. It was a, he does mention that occasionally. It takes longer to heal when you're older, mm, but he yeah. said it was a train wreck. Yeah. And uh, lucky they got to it, but he did a great job, he said. Does so, that mean mm. separate to the injury in the surf and then throwing the dove or the pigeon? Mm. You had already done damage. No, nah, well, uh, yeah, good question. I didn't ask him that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the surf's what you needed. You know, <laughs> that injury in the surf. Yeah, right. That means you get it checked and yeah, fixed. Yeah, well, this is all re- relevant questions I should have asked him. No one came in. To, my wife doesn't come to the appointments with me. No one cares. Yeah. Well, yesterday I saw these two. And I said, and they're like, you know, what? I said, what are you up to? They're on Go the way to get hammered. Super- on yes. the way to Super Bowl you party. You didn't join them? No, they, I wasn't invited, to be honest. Oh. Did you think no, about inviting me or not? No, we, no, no, there was an age limit. <laughs> oh. I mean, there was a, you... I mean, tickets. There was a ticket limit. Did you <laughs> think about inviting me? I did, you had no time, then, I did at the time because I had a spare ticket. And I did was you like, get oh. in the in the Uber and think, oh, we maybe no, should no, have I thought thrown out walked, invite? No, 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 no. When you were next to me, I was like, oh, do I ask Dave? Because I thought, because you do breakfast in Sydney, I didn't think you'd be in Melbourne. You, but I was next to you. No, but I didn't so realise. And I was like, <laughs> I was how, are you, how are you here? Like, Because you do poor, practice radio. And I was like, oh. excuse, mate. Hey, but you did have an operation uh, last week. I did. And I was laying in bed. And it was Tuesday you had the operation. Yes. So it was a week ago. Yeah, exactly. I haven't been here since the operation. Yeah, yeah and I was yeah. laying in bed. And I got a WhatsApp to our current WhatsApp group. And it was Husey. And this was your WhatsApp message. Victoria Police, SES and the CFA members scouring the area in and around the Wawaka Run Regional Park. Police say Ms Murphy headed out there for a run on Sunday morning and she hasn't been seen since. Uh, is that a fire? Did you fire? A strong and regular runner. With what is that? Oh, it's the bed. <laughs> I think it's the bed. What are you doing? The bed no, that's the bed. <laughs> What's happening? Hold on, that was that the message? The that was the message. It was like a voice message. <laughs> now that's must and be the bed. And he was cooked. No, I was moving the bed after the operation. <laughs> were you? I must have been. I think you were just <laughs> That let, must have been to getting let, the upright <laughs> position. Just let yeah. your leg up and... Yeah. <laughs> But I then sent a message, a video message. Oh, did you? Message. Oh, did you send no, a video right. message to you? Just that shoulder surgery, guys. <laughs> uh, probably the drugs that are making me do it. The <laughs> guy that did Juddy's four surgeries did mine. And Russell Crowe's. So, surely he nailed it. <laughs> You love a name drop with yeah, your Yeah, and I've since found out, because I asked him about you yesterday, the surgeon. He said he didn't do you. He didn't do me. I think no, he got my shoulder. I don't think knee. he did you. No. He did Cooter the he other day. Cuda. He did Cooter's shoulder, yeah. Yeah, so, but yes, the drugs do work, I'm being <laughs> saying. Right. And that was, yeah. So I had to clear it up in the WhatsApp group because of the first weird message. Yeah. I love that you didn't delete <laughs> yeah. the first weird no, you message. Did. And it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> Is that you clearing things up? That was clearing things up. So, yeah, we're a week down the track and I'm, I'm getting there. Can I just say to the chemists of Melbourne or any city, just just ease up when when you've given a, a like just just let us have the drugs that we ask for. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh,
I'm Jonesing. <laughs> I've got the sling on. It's, it's got Melbourne Orthopedic Group on it. Yeah. Well, oh, no, I've I had an injury. What were you after? I was after some endones. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> and you, Man, you have you? Yeah. yeah anyway, this... you look like a bloke with an endone problem. <laughs> well, you could just walk into a. I could walk in with a sling and say, "I want endone." You could be a junkie going, "I want some more morphine." Yeah. No, but the, the, I you look had like the, you need methadone. I had yes, I had the prescription, but apparently the surgeon hadn't filled it out properly. Oh, so, oh. yeah. So I had to jump oh. through so many hoops. And so you you're didn't in get Saint it. Kilda. I eventually, I was in St. Kilda. I eventually. Oh, oh, oh. Give my Medicare card, yeah. and then give my my license. But you know, just believe it. Hey, I'll hook you up with Doctor Leong, my doctor. He'll give you anything, whatever you want. Yeah, good. He's oh. the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll do it responsibly. Tamazepans, endone, whatever you want. No, I don't want those uh, tamazepans. Hey, they're good. Them. Hey, take the endone. Boom. <laughs> tamazepans. Sleep. Wake up. Boom. Shoulder fixed. I oh, know, but you sound like Aaron Mullen. Well. Aaron Mullen's just got a. Just a handbag full of stuff. Really? I've got a chemist yeah, at home. Yeah. I don't know what she's on. Anyway. People come to my house with a prescription. <laughs> I've got a chemist at home. Mate, anything. Whatever Dr. you need. Dr. Fev. I sent her. In lockdown, yeah, I sent her. In lockdown, he was sending me drugs I sent her by the post. Oh, my God. In the post. Surely that's some sort of federal offence. Ah, uh, Cody. We're in lockdown, bro. Anyway, just listen to your doctors. Yes. And you know what? Just just do the right thing, all right? <laughs> you can see Husey at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, March 28th. Well, from good, then, yeah, tickets yeah, on I'm sale. Good, I'm good. I'm fine. DaveHughes.com.au. See Husey. Melbourne's number one breakfast show. It's the Foxes. Fifi, Fev and Nick. Wake up with Fifi, Fev and Nick. On the Fox.